Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The final word. 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 Ooh, say that again. I said, we back, bitches. That's right, we back. We took a little bit of a break. Um, you know, it's stressful. You understand our pressures, you know, and we want to thank you for all your support and for for all the people who can just say here, the Sexy Laurel Podcast Network and MSW Media, we just have good times. Mm-hmm. We're nothing but good time people, all right? That's right. And thank you for listening to all the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful shows on both of those podcast networks. We appreciate your support. You know how else we appreciate your support? is through Patreon. And I cannot say enough. All the people who have joined up to support this podcast, let me tell you, you, we feel and appreciate your support because as you know, we are going through not one, but two strikes. We are on an industry uh, strike here in Los Angeles. And that means that no work, not no films, no TV. We can't even get rejected right now. Like, that's how bad is it? No. I'm begging to hear no right now. And that's, that's when you start missing no, you know times are tough, right? So, and a lot of people have also increased their donations, which God bless, that is amazing. Thank you so much. We know that everybody has financial issues and most of us do at least, you know, things we got to worry about. We so appreciate you taking the time and energy to support us in our work here. And it means everything. And you know what? And I don't know if we've ever said it, but for the low price of five bucks, you can support this podcast. And you know what you get in return? Easy entry into heaven. That and micro idiots. You, I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, <laughs> I almost was there on the heaven thing, but micro idiots. Yes, you Girl, get I heard a rumor that we have we just hit the six hundred mark. Yes, yes, yes. So you have over a year and a half of micro idiots to catch up on, and then you still wouldn't be current. Okay. You still wouldn't be current. If you if you became a Patreon subscriber today, you know what that means? You can listen to an idiot every day, as Francis said, for over a year and a half, and it'll be brand new to you. That's right. That's right. So go on over to patreon.com, put in Frangelin, become a Patreon supporter. And thank you all. We just turned our cameo back on. If you were trying to get a cameo while we were off, yes. you can get a cameo from Frangela. We can give you a specialized video wishing you or somebody else a happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy Erasmus. Oh, happy Erasmus. And here's the thing about Erasmus. You don't know when it's coming, but it's no. good. It's so good. Whatever it shows up, you're happy to see. That's right. And we want to remind you about the incredible sexy liberal indictment tour shows that are coming up. 
We have a show coming up here on October 20th. 21st. Uh, oh, 21st, I'm sorry, 21st at the Saban here in Los Angeles. Then we have 1 2024 in San Francisco and 8 24 in Chicago. And that's going to be the DNC at the Vic Theater. Get your tickets now and always check out sexyliberal.com to pick up your tickets. Do it okay. now. You don't want to miss out these shows. I think Chicago may be sold out. Like it's mm-hmm. like, and it's a year more away. So get on. Yes. And we will be adding more shows for the 24 year uh, in in various cities. So check out, just, you know, keep sexy liberal on your, you know, radar. Right. And speaking of radar, join us every Friday for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show. That's right. It's the blackest hour in radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It and sure you, is. you do not want to miss it because you will not know what's going on. You won't there know. Well, you listen to Stephanie already. We know, but you got to perk up. Okay. Yes. For that blackness. All right. Let's talk about the takeaways from the first Republican presidential debate. Can I just say, friends? Hmm. Can I just start by saying it's one of the only times I've ever had the thought that since we since the fairness doctrine was done away with and said so there was a time when these debates were mandatory TV. They were on every channel. You were going to watch it no matter what. It was your civic duty. It was your civic duty. And you didn't, if you didn't want to watch, watch it, you didn't get to watch TV really. At least That's not right. network TV. So last night was the first, one of the first, maybe only times that I've thought, God, I, I'm so grateful for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, because... It is, you know, I will say I was surprised, but I want to hear your, you tell me what I was surprised by it a little bit. Well, first of all, let's talk about Donald Trump skipping it. I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Let me tell you something. I agree with the fact that they have, the GOP have taught Donald Trump what to expect and what to do. Mm-hmm. And what they have taught that in 2016 he skipped. Yes. And they said that and they elected him. Okay? So already he knows there is, there will be no issue about him not being there. He doesn't ever have to come to one, not a single one. He could sit there all day long and say, I will never step on a stage to debate anybody and people. He will continue to be the leader. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are people who are all who went to those, that debate yesterday are all trying to either go for either vice president spot or, or they're sitting there going, I want to be number two. And they all know it. In case Trump isn't able to participate in his presidency, they want to be the the, per, the default next vote. I think that's DeSantis for sure. That is DeSantis. And what I find really interesting, and what I when watching the debate and listening to the audience, because to me, the 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 bigger person on the biggest person on that stage last night was the audience. It, it was the voters. It was the people booing mm-hmm. and booing and could, like they were like a ravenous mob ready to attack. And they were there to attack on Donald Trump's behalf. Mm-hmm. That, that to me 
is what was the largest issue in that debate that they had to continuously that the uh, moderators had to continuously turn around and tell the mob to stop booing to let the people debate because what we don't allow in this country anymore is debate it's it's interesting because that's one of the radical rights big talking points is that trump is being arrested as a is an attack on his free speech um that you know, to prosecute him for inciting a riot uh, insurrection is uh, an attack on free speech. And it's not. They mm-hmm. they don't want free speech. They want to control people's behavior. In fact, I want to start with this. I want to start with the fact that in order to be on that stage, there were um, fundraising goals that you had to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. You had to show that you were at some level viable. Now, frankly, none of them have really shown that compared to Trump. But DeSantis would be, you know, it. it I think a lot of us would have even made a much harsher cut, but they got to have somebody on the stage, right? Right. So they, that was it. But the other requirement that Fox made was that people sign a pledge saying that they would support whoever the Republican nominee was. Tell me what that, what that has to do with free speech. Because what you've said to that, to these people, we only want people in this debate. We don't want a, a showing of Republicans who are running for the Republican nomination. We're not here to give you a choice about people, a fair and free choice to this audience, who I agree with you, is the was the person who came out the best in this, or you got the most time. That What they did was they, they limited from the get-go who was going to be on that stage and mm-hmm. who was going to have a viewpoint. If that's if we don't start with that censorship, if we don't start with, we're only going to present you with these options. That's right. That's, I mean, that to me is the thing that kind of gets glossed over in this, that we're starting from a, we're a problem base, mm-hmm. okay? And that's, I think, says everything we need to know about what Fox News is and isn't. Yeah. It's not a news organization by any means. No, 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 no. It is well and what and what we're we watched was a popularity contest. And for me, I have to I say I think for the guy who wasn't there too. For the guy that's right. For the for the not guy even for the people on stage. Y'all can't take focus when he's not even there. There it is. And you know, I you know, for me, Mike Pence is an incredible study in psychology, spirituality, Ooh. and lack of self-esteem because- You know you have said a lot. This is a person who mm-hmm. literally heard people shouting. That's right. Paying Mike Pence. That's right. He is he is be- behind DeSantis. That's right. He was the vice president. The, 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 his partner, the president of the United States, people to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he can't even get it together to make a conscious, hope, you know, aim at Trump. He can't even get his balls up high enough into, nope. into his guts to speak against Trump. And yet, he wants, this is what I found so fascinating. He wanted, he wants all the accolades for doing his job on January 6th, mm-hmm. but yet doesn't want anybody to criticize Trump for what he did. I, I don't, I don't understand that, Angela, personally. You know why, Francis? Because you are wise and you know that you can't wax a pony twice. 
You cannot, you cannot do and that's it. All this motherfucker's trying to do is to wax that wax, pony twice. Trying to wax that pony twice and try. You cannot ride both ends of a pony and go straight. You will never go straight. You're never gonna go straight like that, and you can't do it. And I think it's amazing that one of the the person who seemed to get who got attacked the most by the people on the stage, the person who got attacked the most by the people in the audience was Chris Christie. The people who got attacked the most on stage was what's his name? I Vivek, can't say his name. Ra Vivek, Rama Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. And I, and let me tell you, he to me is the person that came out the best. Oh yeah. And here's the thing, you don't have to be worried about him because he's brown. They're not voting for him. Well and his, so this is, this is what I love about him. First of all, I, I learned how to say its name. It's it's Vivek like cake. And Ramaswamy. And I you we, we didn't know who he was, but let me tell you, when he came you do out, now. He, I do now. And he came out harder, bigger, yes. brighter, than yes. and, and more Trumpier than all of them. You know why? Because he's ignorant and has money. And That's that, right. Th those are the key ingredients. That's right. And what I watched was he will, that guy will become famous in that, in, in this environment. He is their Enrique uh, Torrio. He mm -hmm. is brown and talking about brown people. And mm -hmm. they love it. They He's a biscuit maker. He yeah, is a he's biscuit a biscuit maker. maker. And he's a bigger biscuit maker than Tim Scott. Who Can tried we talk to about his total absence in this too? Absolutely. Tim Scott is not even being, day after Tim Scott is not even being talked about. I've no. seen his name in an article as a slight reference once. Let me tell you what these people, this is why I said the most important person on that stage was that audience. Because mm -hmm. what who they're not interested in, this is what I love. You've got to uh, read the fucking room. Thank you. These people are not interested in your old tiny, let's hide behind our racism, let's act like a nice guy, GOP ideology, while we stick it to women, while we stick it to minorities, while we mm -hmm. stick it to the poor. Did you hear these people last night talking about breaking the union of the teachers union's backs? Yeah, this is a sure way to not get elected. Did you yeah. hear these people last night talking about taking away public education. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Did you, I mean- the, the, That's been the move since they started with the charter school crap. Absolutely. Becky, Betsy DeVos, that was who she was, right? That's but right. now they're saying it out loud. Now they're saying, you know what? And, and did you also hear all of them sit there saying in terms of education, in terms of billions of dollars being allocated out to various schools, it'll only go, the most money will go to the schools that are doing the best. That's the same fucking situation we got the fuck right now. Yeah, but they get to be more explicit about it and more direct now. And that's, that is a, a lot of things. I just think that when you watch that debate last night, you came away with the first impression I had was number one, you can't control a mob. No. The idea that you would turn around and tell the audience that you have whipped into a frenzy to not be frenzied is ridiculous. Angela, let me rain down some holy fucking spirit on Thank what you. you just said. Thank because you. you created the mob, Fox. That's right. You can't you control it. You made them. You riled them up. That's when, when an audience is a mob and not an audience, that's 
that's the problem. That's you, right. You, you've turned them into a mob. You've told them it's okay to be a mob and it's okay to not to listen to authority. And it's okay to break the law. And then you think you're going to control them in a debate. That's just nothing but a gladiator moment for them. They're going to sit there. They, I, they're just watching a spectacle. And they were there to be Donald Trump for him. They were there to be Donald Trump in the room. And they did. They, yes. they shut down Chris Christie. You know, all we heard prior to this debate was how this is Chris Christie's format. And I, you know, I feel like when people do this, we ignore the fact that this man has run for president. He's been in a debate with Trump where he didn't win. Yeah. You know, so I don't know why he gets to walk around with this sort of title of the debater in chief when he's yet to win. But but, but that's not the reason he's there. He's not yeah. there to win. I don't, but you don't believe this is the truth. I really do think that each one of those people thinks they can win. They would like to. I think each one of those people will, including Mike Pence, which is the craziest of all of them, in my opinion, really thinks. I get why Vivek thinks he can win because he saw Trump win. You yeah. know, I get why Nikki Haley thinks she's got a shot because they all think, well, Hillary busted the ceiling a little for me. And now Kamala's in there. So I got a shot. But but why? Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say that Nikki Haley, I wanted to comment on Nikki Haley. For mm -hmm. me, Nikki Haley came out the most presidential looking yes. of people Absolutely. last night. She was she brought out the most common sense about abortion that yes. I've heard most GOPs say. Yeah, but this thing, this debate was so low on, it, it, it's so light on actual policy or actual anything. I mean, what they ended up having is like ideas about things, not even an idea to how to manifest that idea. So she's talking about abortion access. And what her point was, she just said, we're not, that we need to stop demonizing mothers. That's it. Not, uh, she's anti-choice. You know, well, there's she, no... Well, here's, this is what I heard. wise I don't know what that means. And you I'm know? not here, right. What I heard, what I heard her say was, look, this is my personal belief. I would like to have a federal conversation about, I'm not, and what I heard from her, and I, and I may be wrong, which is I'm not here to push what I believe on other people. It is okay that people, other people are pro-choice. Yeah, but that's a far cry from as I want laws that are pro-choice. Right, that is a very far cry from, but it's the closest. What, because to me, at the end of the day, and what, and what she was saying was, it will take 60 senators and more than, you know, three quarters of the house to get these things done. Anything, any type of protection, anything, any laws done in either way. So how do we begin a negotiation for health and safety of people? And that is a conversation that I feel like we can, people can get together and come to a table about. It's, it, it, I can't come to a table and have a negotiation with someone who says, you know, um, we're going to put women in prison. We're going to demonize these people. This is wrong. And there, th my complete answer is no. Right. I can negotiate with someone who says, this is my belief and I will respect your beliefs. Yeah, I don't, I didn't hear that. I think that that's what she wanted you to hear. And it's good that, that that's how it came out because they, as much as they are about subjugating women, they do understand, at least on some level, this issue is not helping them win votes. That's right. But 
what I heard was there's no reason to trust her because she is anti-choice, that that she's definitely about an anti-choice agenda. And that that was a sort of placating halfway. I, I don't care if you think that I my beliefs are crazy. I care about policy and practice. That's right. Know, your personal acceptance of people having a different point of view of yours is beautiful and great, but it doesn't help me when you're the president. I need you to be about personal freedom, responsibility, all of those so-called values. And the thing is, in one area, you're willing to tell parents that their kids don't have to learn, shouldn't learn about black history or shouldn't learn this or that. You're willing to go and her philosophy is, if we take that seriously, is completely inconsistent and therefore not something I feel like I can trust. But right. I absolutely agree. She came across as reasonable compared Re- that's, to- That's all I'm saying. Screw up the clown car. That is a huge achievement. That's right. That's and right. I get booed in feeling reasonable with that mob is also shows a deafness that I didn't think she had. That's right. So but, I, it did make me go, oh, she's a little better at this than I w- thought. Yes. But it's just, to me, all of those people on that stage, all the brown people, all the women, all of the, hush up, boo, you, there's no way. You're, you, you're at the Klan rally trying to get support. You're, there's no way. And yeah, you might be, you didn't get an appointment the first Trump administration. Why do you think you're going to get one in the second or third second? I don't know. And the thing is that Chris Christie's aren't going to work with you. He's not going to do anything with you. No. So I, you know, I look at them and I think that for me, that debate convinced me really clearly. I mean, I was already convinced. Don't let me lie. That this part of the country is unreachable. We'll be right back after these messages. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. You know what, Angela, I wanted to make sure we get into in is Mm -hmm. that piece of tape that we were listening to before we started. Could you set that up for us, please? Okay, so this is, um, we're going to, or Laura's going to play some audio for you because we don't know how to do it. Um, um, It's, uh, this is um, Basil Smichael. He's a commentator and and professor, I believe. Um, He was on Nicole Wallace this week. And in talking about the debate, um, this is what he, one of the comments he made. As we look at this uh, argument to try to figure out a way to keep Donald Trump from holding the highest office in the land, I can't go home if I don't say this. There are a lot of black men around this country right now that do not have the right to vote because they lost their rights. So, so what those voters are seeing is a system that's very quick to take their rights away but we have to have these long extended discussions about how to keep a man who is controlling an uprising in our country from attaining office again. And so when so many of these voters look at this, they'll say, the system doesn't work for me because look at what he's doing, look at what I did, and I served my time, I did what I was supposed to do, but now I can never participate in the system. 
And so that's another challenge that I think the elected officials and the parties in this country have to really get across to the grassroots voter that we're going to have this one standard and we're going to make it so that people who are uh, threatening to overthrow our government don't have power, but you who have been grinding and serve your time and did what you were supposed to do and are trying to be more productive member of the society can be a part of our system and have faith in it. So it goes from the grassroots all the way up to the Supreme Court in terms of the You know what, Angela? That is exactly the point. You know, that here we are turning ourselves inside out as a country over one fucking person. That's right. One man is turning our entire civic community. It, it is, it, I, I, I just can't believe that we're allowing this. We've been saying this for so long, Francis, the why we are continually having to sit through discussions about whether or not Trump should be charged with crimes he committed, whether or not it's a good idea to throw, to actually hold him accountable for his actions, as if that conversation ever happens around Black people. And Mama talks about it, Seven talks about it all the time on her show too, that like, this is ridiculous. Like, I am so sick of these conversations because the reality here is there's a vast part of this country, in our community especially, where what is it, one out of every four Black people is involved in this, the correctional you know, system mm -hmm. in some way, the penal system in some way because of the racism that's rampant in our legal system and criminal law system especially. It's, I look at that and I say, you literally, you don't have a right to run for president. No. It's not a right. It's not a right. <laughs> it's and not a right. The acting like the weapon, th this discussion, I, I, I do have to take a moment to, to backtrack. This man has been saying that the government has been weaponized, uh, the Department of Justice has been weaponized against him since GIT, since the beginning. He has been seeding this area so that now he can come out and act as if he is a victim. You're not a victim if you committed crimes. You're the perpetrator. And, get, and, and trying to make me confuse me continuously is the problem. And I and I and again, if I as a as a citizen, I want to sue Fox News for what they've done to my country and countrymen. Yep. Yep. And I have no recourse for for that because I am being abused. I. Eleanor Francis Callier and being abused by this situation. It's absolutely ludicrous. And I, you know, and I think that we can't talk about when we talk somehow Donald Trump is being treated unfairly. This man has gotten away with all sorts of crazy his entire life. Crimes, crimes. And it's absolutely insane to that he the the grievance mentality is amazing. You have I do have to tip my hat to it because it can operate in a world of zero logic. 
it, doesn't, it, you know it doesn't need truth. It, it, no, no facts, only feelings. And speaking of feelings, Donald Trump, as we are recording right now, is due to surrender in Atlanta in his fourth criminal case fourth. brought against the ex-president this year. Happy Arrestmas, y'all. Happy Arrestmas. Uh, my favorite Arrestmas song is that Donnie Hathaway one. Yes. Ding dong, Arrestmas time, going to jail on my dime. Ding dong, Trump is going to jail. Mm, yeah, it's so good. It brings the family together. How are you celebrating Arrestmas this year, Francis? You or know this what week, I'm, I should say. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop some popcorn. Mm. I'm going Ooh, to. I can't wait for that mug mug shot. Come on now, come I on now. No, you know, mm. but, you know, and what's delicious about it is again, I remember the months curled up watching fetal 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 watching the news. Um, because you know, you I was traumatized during the trauma. And I am so grateful. I'm, I, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and I'm going to say it. Yeah, it, is it is it a year too late? Yes, it's, but it's not too late. But but the reality is, here we are playing into right into his narrative. Mm -hmm. They're coming after me. They don't want me to run. That is blah true. blah blah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's his you narrative. Well, that's fine. That this is the thing. We you can't do thing. I believe in life in general, in a broad sense, beyond this political realm. You, it is impossible, or at least incongruent with personal happiness and success and reaching of goals to spend your life doing things because you expect or want certain responses from other people. That's right. You can't control how other people, other people. You no. know, other people going to other. That's how they do. That's and that's, right. and this is the thing. We are not, there is no, everybody, it's the continual looking for the tipping point on this radicalization, this base of, and I went, radicalization is the wrong term because I think they've always been there. They just didn't have a hero. Um, and now they have a hero and they're holding on tight. And I don't think it matters what he, and everybody admits that now, it doesn't matter what Trump does. He's got them, but he can't confer them to anyone else, even if he wanted to, because that's the truth of the mob is that yep. they they are a mob and they have their own mind. They can you can try to direct them. But look, every week he's calling out for them to come and protest his arrests and they aren't. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> it was lovely seeing Giuliani booked in Georgia on election charges. Oh, I have oh, to take it not looking good. Like I am. You know, that, it, it's amazing. That, he looks like Nosferatu for he fucking He really real. does. But like Nosferatu on the downturn, you know, yeah. not not the height of his power at all. No, no. And it's, you know, again, though, he's one of those people who I look at and I go, if you would just shut up but after 9-11, the most of the country would have died thinking that you were America's mayor. New Yorkers knew differently, but uh, but a lot of people would have, you could have, but you have, now you are going to be, the last thing that's going to happen is you're getting sentenced to jail. Yes. And you know why? You know why, Angela? Because the truth mm -hmm. will always come to light. It, it always, always, I don't care how bad, you can't how outrun much it. You, wanna, you can't outrun it. And, and the darkness cannot hide the light. It no, can it cannot. It it for a minute. That's for right. sure. That's right. But you, it will, it, this is the thing that I love. Dawn gonna break. That's right. Dawn will break every single fucking time. Every single fucking time. 
and, what, and that's what I love about it is no much, no matter how much these people tried to hide this coup, no matter how much people want to sit there and go, give them a mulligan for a fucking coup. I know. They can't keep the truth down. Nope. And that is what I celebrate every fucking single time when I'm watching these I'm watching these people go into that that courthouse in Fulton. Also, I want to say this too. On our side, we feel great. This is good. You know what they're talking about on news now? Hmm. I'm watching the the people in Georgia and the legislator legislature yes. sit there and talk about how they're going to get rid of Fannie T. Willis. They're That's working right. on it the, right now. Yep. You know, it's, it's amazing to me that people don't think even through the last sentence they said. So when you have Trump saying that the vice president should be able to pick the president, well, the vice president right now is Kamala Harris. That's right. So does, does Kamala get to pick our next president? No, that's not what you mean. You mean I get to. You mean I get to decide. You mean Mike Pence got to. You don't really think that that's, you don't want that to be what happens in the future. And it's over and over again, this refusal to to actually hear what you just said. You know, yeah. it's like, like, if you believe you don't want, how can you go after Hunter Biden, who isn't in office, but accuse this president who has nothing to do with any of these indictments of using the government to come after you when you are literally using, trying to use the government to come after the president's son, not even the president, like it couldn't make less, it makes less and less sense every day, but they don't need to be, they don't need to make sense. They don't need to be truthful. They're not trying to appeal to me. They don't waste time like we do doing that. That's right. And, and what, and again and again and again, these people use their creativity and that's why they're going to jail. That's right. They're because they don't do what jail. we do. They don't sit down and go, I can't do this because it's wrong. It's against the law. That's let alone right. wrong. They go, let's just do it. That's right. And then they, it's only against the law if they punish you. Speaking of punish, Wagner group leader, Progrosian believed to be dead in a plane crash. Mm, I was before oh, we started. Oh, before. I wanted to call you the minute I heard that because I was like, oh, somebody, let, they upped the ante on that slippery window ledge, didn't they? I'm telling you. How would people die in that crash? I would be so pissed if I was like, <laughs> I'd be like, why I got to go? What kills me is then Putin said, a condolence letter over oh. to Bogosian's family this morning. Oh. Like, I'm sorry. I had to press that button and shoot your daddy out the sky with that missile. It is such a vicious pimp move to be like, it's oh, so but did you lose your daddy? That is a shame. That's how so that happens. Sorry. You know, plane travel is not without its dangers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that is our final word, everybody. Oh, Ooh. my goodness. And now it's time for... Sabbath emails. That's right. Uh, we want to thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm going to read. It's the third one first, I think. Mm -hmm. This is from Kay. Hello, it's from Patreon. Hello, I'm happy to support you at the top tier because you are a joy to listen to. I could listen to you all day. This woman is brilliant. 
I went to my Patreon profile and did not see a place to put my birthday month and day since it's September 14th in a month. I want to make sure I receive your shout out. What brought me to you was the spot you recorded to heard folks in right before Feminist Buzz Kills podcast, which is a great podcast. You should listen to it. And then she wrote again, right now I have a podcast crush on you too. Guess what, Carl? Guess what, Kay? We got a crush on you too, girl. So sweet. Isn't that sweet? I just I just read that. Thank you, Kay. We have a crush on you and happy birthday. Happy early. birthday, girl. We're gonna get to you. This is from Elisa F. Yes. Yes. So that's weird how it yeah, the I way this so. printed is is janky. So that's why yeah. she's hesitating because it's like it's covered up. <laughs> ladies i wanted to let you know that i have been uh trying to do a cameo for the last few days but it keeps saying you two are temporarily unavailable since you brought it up again on today's podcast i thought i would just uh make sure you know that's what it says in case it's it is a mistake hoping everything is okay with both of you and if so i need a cameo soon thanks elisa She's the best. Thank you so much. And yeah, we we took a little a little break, and um, we're back. And so cameo is is back up. But we want to thank you for trying again and again, and for being so wonderful. And I just we just adore you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and now it's time for resistance, sir. Actionable items, something you can do. We want you to go check out the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, or GLSEN, which is G-L-S-E-N. Um, that it's an American education organization that's working to end discrimination, harassment, and bullying based on sexual orientation, gender identity, and gender expression, and to prompt LGBT cultural inclusion and awareness in K through 12 schools. Uh, it's a great organization. They support, they, uh, they, their areas of focus for GLSEN yes. are programs, advocacy, research, and policy work. And it really is, they help activate supportive educators who are crucial to creating LGBTQ inclusive classroom environments. I think particularly now, particularly with the assault on um, every community really, but the LGBTQIA community, and especially teachers who, as Francis, you said earlier in the debate last night, were specifically targeted yes. uh, as people to be fucked with. So um, th- right now is a really hard time to be a teacher. And we were looking for, for resistance. we were actually looking for something, like even for Florida teachers. So if you know of any organization out there, please never hesitate to send us uh, things for resist. That I was just about to say that, Angela. Yeah. I was going to say, you know what? You guys are part of this resist as well. And so if you have an organization that you feel that we should be highlighting. Or cause. Or cause, send it to us. You know, we're forever looking and to... Um, open up our, you know, our world and understanding. So please help us do that and help us help us as a community know about um, more organizations and causes that support our views and way of life. Thank you. Yeah. And also I want to ask you to also, you know, even if you can't donate money to these organizations, because they all want, they all want and can use money, right? I hope that you'd still go and check them out because a lot of them, including Glisten, this organization, they may have a local chapter mm-hmm. in your community and you may be able to be helpful and useful and join that community or even just go participate in their programs and learn about what they do without without being able to give them, donate money at this time. You can still show support and help them thrive and do the important work they're doing. And we do try to to do our level best at vetting on the level that we can, which is just looking up research on them and, you know, just, trusted what's it called i forget what it's called it's charity advisor or whatever mm-hmm. like what's their rating and all that 
So, um, but please do not hesitate to, to, as Francis said, to let us know those those issues and organizations because we want to support them. They need it. Write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and uh, let us know. That's what my, yeah, that's it. Francis Cal, I'm Francis Cal. That's who I am. You sure are, girl. I'm at the shelter. (laughs) We are Francis. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.